pew, 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 pew. The fucking horns are blasting, folks. Went back. Pew, 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 pew. That's my attempt at uh, at that common like intro song. It's I think it's horns. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. I feel like it's unintentionally sounded more like a Monday Night Countdown or something. That wasn't the intent. I was trying to do like the pew pew pew. That shit. Try to sound cool. Cool intro for my friends and family. Yeah. My millions of loyal followers. We're fucking back. How we doing? You motherless Fs. Uh, Brandon ain't here. I don't know what the hell's going on. You know, I mean, the boys have been busy. I apologize. Been slacking. I think the last two episodes had two weeks in between them instead of one. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know where Brandon is this week. He didn't answer my text, but he did text me last week. I was, I've been busy and. Blah, blah, blah. Life stinks. I got a real job. Got wives, kids. Brandon has no excuse. He's a fucking bum. (laughs) Uh, But I don't know. The boys are getting busy. Hopefully, we can get back on track. Keep doing this. uh, I don't know. If we keep getting older and the real world keeps hitting us, maybe we'll have to stop at some point. But we're going to keep it going strong for now. We apologize for the delay. I know... uh, some a lot of ladies out there fucking freaking out. They don't get to hear this voice weekly like they planned on. They listen to the old dips. Flicking the old you know what. You know what. Uh how we doing folks? It's fucking November, seventy degrees New England recently, so we'll take that shit. Some rain coming, the cold weather'll be coming, but we'll fucking take it. It's uh Christmas card season for any of you uh Married folk, anyone with children. Fucking brutal, isn't it, guys? Fucking, who who invented the, who invented Christmas cards? Like, who was the first one? Like, oh, everyone needs to see my children. Like, who's this guy think he is? Fucking 1800s, no one gives a fuck. People's kids are living to, like, be, like, three years old. People are dying at age 30. You're sending your fucking Christmas cards. I've been working in the fucking coal mine since I was 10 years old, buddy. I got a life expectancy of 14. You think I want your fucking kid on my fridge? Uh, but yeah, it's brutal on the other side of it. When you're a kid, you don't know shit about it. You know what I mean? Your parents just hang up on the fridge. It's like, oh, that's cool. I know who some of these people are. Some of them I don't. But uh, now it's, I mean, it's like with everything. Women make it stressful and dumb. <laughs> it's like... Thinking it like what, what what picture am I supposed to use? It's like oh I don't know. You have at least ten million good pictures of her smiling on your phone. I'm sure. Pretty confident we could find a few you like. It's like well you have to help. You have to have like a say in this. Like do I have to? Why? It seems like we'd both be very happy if you just did all this. <laughs> like I think we would both prefer realistically if you picked the picture, you fucking ordered them, eventually you some money or something. I think we'd both actually prefer that. I don't know why. We need to pretend that men need to be involved in this stuff. You know? But so it's like that. That's annoying. Like, you have to, like, is this picture okay? You think this picture's good? It's like, yeah, I mean, it's my daughter. I love pretty much every picture you're ever going to show me of her. And you're picking specifically good ones that you really like. So, yes, I think all those pictures are good. I don't care which picture you use. And I mean, don't get me wrong. My kids exceptionally cute so it's it's a little bit of a decision but then it's that then it's like i'm supposed to like <laughs> i'm supposed to be involved in like it's i'm like the 
I'm not stressed out. What do you want me to tell you? I am not stressed out about the list of addresses we need. It seems to be stressing you out. That's not me. I don't gonna <laughs> like. I don't know. Text somebody about a big wedding. Say you want to send me a list of addresses. One of your friends. We all have the same friends. Maybe nitpick from there. Thirty, forty, however many you need. Fifty names. I can get my family members' names if you need them. I can ask a few of my buddies if you need them. But I'm willing to bet. Coming up on Christmas card season two for us that you have most of the addresses I'm capable of getting. The other ones are probably in your court because I don't know who the fuck they are most likely. <laughs> no. I don't know. We're having fun here. I love my wife, obviously. I love doing the Christmas card stuff, but oh my god, like I just, it just always comes back to like men and women. Like it's just, they, we're just different. And I think men are a lot <laughs> more willing to just like blindly accept that and just like move on. And women have, like, something where it's, like, like, I'm, like, constantly accused of, like, not getting excited and, like, not caring about anything. It's, like, (laughs) I mean, it's pretty insulting, you know what I mean? (laughs) Care about my family and stuff. I just, like, what do you want me to do? Cartwheels and backflips for, like, every little story you tell me about something (laughs) happening to your friends? I just, you know what I mean? Like, this Christmas God stuff isn't going to stress me out. Even if I somehow had to get all 40, 50 addresses myself and it annoyed me. I still don't think I'd let it get me that stressed out. Because if someone didn't answer my text, it would just be like, oh, all right, they don't need one. <laughs> it's not a big deal. <laughs> we'll move on. They'll get one next year. I can uh, text them a few photos. Maybe they're my friend on Facebook or something. So it's that. And then it's like filling out the envelopes. They saw complaint. It's like, Jesus, Christmas. What do you want? I mean, that's Christmas. That's Christmas cards are old school. You know what I mean, you can't just email them. You've got to send. You got to fill out the envelope you want to send them, baby. That's life. I'm a fucking old too. I, I send mail and stuff still. I mean, I handwrite stuff. I may have been born in 1990, but it uh, <laughs> seems like <laughs> I'm uh, much more like someone my father's age with a lot of that stuff. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Am I right, kids? You know? But goodness gracious, hopefully my wife ordered millions of pictures because I'm going to send a Christmas card to every one of my little followers. Uh, but yeah, men. I'm sure some of the guys listening to this have to be on, have to be on the same page, right? You know, like Christmas card season. You don't realize as a child, not that fun. <laughs> a lot of stress comes with every single thing gals do. But yeah, you know what I mean, folks. Be on the lookout for my gorgeous little daughter and a card. There you go. But but that first guy, I, I got to come back to him. It's like fucking bragging that your kid didn't get polio and everyone's getting it you know what i mean everyone's catching the fucking black plague and you're sending like your kid riding a little fucking pony around (laughs) you rich fucks who do you think you are whoever invented this you're on the shit list for life just crazy stuff just added to the list of millions of things i've probably talked about this podcast before that i just genuinely like, I just physically, mentally, I cannot make myself give a fuck about these things. I just can't. And uh, I get I get in trouble for it. I get accused of not caring about anything. Because I don't, like, do a fucking handstand when, when like, <laughs> I see a picture of a friend's new puppy or something. I don't know. <laughs> First uh, eight minutes of this podcast probably going to get me in trouble with the old lady. You know what I'm saying, folks? The old ball and chain. Get me in the doghouse. You know what I'm saying, guys? We fucking sleeping on the couch, am I right, guys? 
all those guys who just like they love they love hating being married. That's like their whole personality. <laughs> the old ball of chain is gonna be pretty angry when she listens to this one. She's actually uh, upstairs giving my lovely daughter a bath, so I knew I could get away with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like a coward, I decided to go early. First eight minutes, let's bang on the Christmas card talk. Get on the shit list. Get it over with. Should probably be in the other room when I get going about all the all the hot stuff going on in the fucking world. You know what I mean? In the zeitgeist. No idea if I used that term correctly, but I think I did. Uh, what else we got this week, folks? I got some stuff written down. I came fucking prepared. I knew I knew we were slacking. We were slacking lately, boy. Being busy at work, get get all sad, then you don't do a podcast, then you're mad at yourself for not doing that. You guys know the routine. It might not be a podcast, but we all do <laughs> shit like that. Just get mad at yourself for being lazy, and then <laughs> the results of that make you more mad like two days later. But So we got some shit written down, you know what I mean? I've discussed this ad nauseum. You're probably sick of hearing about me, but uh, it's well documented that the algorithm has me figured out, and it's just nothing but... Like recipes, pretty much like Snapchat, Instagram, everything is just showing me people making food, and I, I don't blame them. I've they got the right sucker, like they got the customer. Like I, my fat brain will stop at a giant cheeseburger every time. Like I don't know what to tell you. If it's a still frame of like cheese being pulled apart, some sort of melty cheese, I'm gonna go for it. And I made fun of it all before. A lot of it is like. These recipes are, like, truly insane. They probably take, like, not even the ones on the smoker that take, like, 10 hours to make. The ones, like, it's these guys, they're in these fucking kitchens that are the size of, like, a TV show kitchen, like a TV contest. Like, these massive kitchens with, like, 10 stoves. So, first of all, nobody's doing this. And they're like, we're just going to make this giant fucking thing. And they'll cook, like like, a fucking 15-pound steak and, like, roll it all up with, like, cheese and peppers inside and, like, cook it on this giant stove. And it's just, like, <laughs> this recipe is completely useless. Nobody's cooking to, like, feed 50 people. Nobody has, like, the space to cook this shit. Like, it's just so dumb. So that's one of my big beats. This guy the other day was literally making, like, this giant, like, ham stuffed with, like, cherries and cherry coke all over it and... And then he made these, like, homemade from scratch taco shells to put it. It's like these things take hours and hours for, like, this casual lunch of, like, this wacky taco that we put fucking everything in. It's like nobody wants that. It's like when restaurants are like, oh, I got this sub. It's like a chicken palm with uh, mozzarella sticks, nachos, french fries, and onion rings all in the sub. It's just like, I mean, maybe I would try a bite of it because it's, like, kind of funny. Like, I don't want that, buddy. So... I make fun of those a lot, and I am. I'm a sucker. I stop. I look at them. You show me this big old giant pepper and cheese stuff steak I'm never going to make. Count me the fuck in, folks. It's better than sex. Uh, but now I found this new guy I like on Snapchat. That's <laughs> showing me. It's just this cat, Vincenzo. I think it's called like Vincenzo's Plate or Vincenzo something, but it's just this old Italian cat, like straight from Italy. And they have him just, like, watching videos of other people cooking Italian dishes. <laughs> and he's just, like, disgusted at the idea of, like, using the wrong ingredients. Like, he's he's doing shit like like the Home Alone, like, cover. Like, he's, he's jaws dropping. He's, like, putting his hands to his cheeks like, oh, my God, they're using fucking this ingredient on the carbonara. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, like, the idea. He's like, why the basil? You don't use the basil. <laughs> like... I'm down with this guy. 
the algorithm finally got one right. I could sit there and watch this guy for hours, like, just get disgusted at the way some fucking American idiot's making, like, his chicken palm wrong. <laughs> what are you doing? You don't use the fucking basil. <laughs> it's just good stuff. Vincenzo Play, check out my man. But more importantly, the one I got a lot of questions about, the one I have to discuss with my fans here, they got these fucking kids. They just, they're in prison. Like, they're making prison food, which... I'm hip to prison food. I'll get into that in a little bit. I've never been to prison, obviously, but I know a little bit about prison food and stuff. And like, so I'm not these recipes. I, I get it. Like, this is what they they do do this shit. It's hilarious. They just pour like chips and like Vienna sausage and all like the fake shit they can get, and like make like nachos with like pickles and Slim Jims and shit. But now this <laughs> these dudes are on Snapchat. Like, I don't know. Is it called the the old man alert? Is it the home screen where people are on Snapchat and all this shit pops up? I guess that's what it is. And these fucking guys are just on there. Like, so did Snapchat sign a contract with these prisoners? Like, which is they're cutting up like Slim Jims and jalapenos with razor blades, shirtless. It's like, unless Snapchat made a fake prison for these people to cook prison food, which seems more likely in today's world of nonsense and everything's fake. It seems like, is that what they did? Hmm. They had to have, right? These you can't be in prison. Posting a Snapchat and getting like 130. Like, I know dudes in prison make videos and shit. You see it all the time. They'll be like, whether it's prison fights or like dudes rapping or dancing, doing shit like that in prison. You see all sorts of shit. You know, just like wilding out. You'll see like a, a, a Facebook Live of like eight dudes in the cell shirtless, like talking shit, throwing up gang signs. So you do see that shit. So I guess there is ways to do it in today's century. But to get on the home page of Snapchat making prison nachos. Who's getting compensated for that? Like, is my tax dollars paying for this kid to show people how to make prison nachos? And I know what you're thinking. You're like, what's the point of the recipe? Anybody anybody who, like, lives at home is just going to make real food. They're not going to opt for the prison nachos. And to that, I have to say, au contraire, Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. As I said, I'm not... I'm kind of hip to prison food. I actually... I worked with this guy years ago. Uh, who did, like, federal time for, I believe, I'm pretty sure, 99% sure it was cocaine. Cocaine, if you're familiar with it. Uh, but he was a great guy, hard worker, became, like, my buddy. But whatever, before I met him, he did years. And uh, he was a character, dude. Like, bald head, ponytail. He'd be fucking, he was, like, 50. And the weekends, he'd be going to, like, a fucking, like, Iron Maiden concert with his girlfriend and shit. <laughs> like, he was just a nut. But... Real nice guy, real hard worker. And he would, like, once a week, maybe, yeah, like, once a week, he'd come in and he would make, like, his lunch would be, he'd do ramen noodles, mayo, the chicken seasoning, and then he would cut up Slim Jims. He would bring in Slim Jims for lunch, like, unwrap, like, three or four small ones, cut them into small pieces, cut up some pickles, and then he would have, like, like cheese whiz, like a cheese sauce, like a literal cheese whiz, like the whipped cream ones, like the things that come out of like <laughs> the whipped cream dispenser. I haven't seen those since I was a kid. Remember those fucking things? It was like whipped cream cheese whiz. I'm sure they're still out there. Oh man. But he would and he'd bring in that and he'd fucking mix it all up, like put it in the microwave and shit. And like he'd eat that for lunch. He'd make it for the other dudes because they'd be like, I guess I'll try it. And he'd be like, I swear to God it's good. But 
he was still making this once a week. Like this was like a, this was like part of his routine. I don't think he had any kids or anything. But imagine the idea of like, like my mother routinely would make like the same stuff. You know what I mean? It was like some sort of chicken, like a rice, like a stovetop, a veggie. You know what I mean? Maybe instant mash during the week when we were kids, like real mashed potatoes if she was making like a real food. You know what I mean? Like you get in a rotation when your mother makes dinner. Do you think like <laughs> the idea of like, yeah, I don't know, at least once or twice a month we had ramen with Slim Jims and, oh, and tuna. That was it. Because I'd be like, I'd watch them and I'd be like, dude, these don't, I even, prison or not, like these combinations are no good. If you want to do like maybe Slim Jims, some cheese and pickles, maybe I can get on board. But then you're adding like tuna to it, like, I don't think the cheese is really necessary. And this is what he would, and I mean, the dudes would eat mayo, whip whip it all around. Like, and, the, and what do you need the noodles for? Like, what are the noodles coming to this? Oh, my God. I cannot believe he's putting the Slim juice on his fucking noodles. What are you doing out in the pickles? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, my man would eat this once a week I'd, in the lunchroom. I remember, like, watching him make it. It was like... It was it was interesting. You know what I mean, as a young, I was probably like early twenties, like watching this guy, and he swore by it. The other guys ate it with him once or twice. They're like, it ain't bad, but like they made this pizza place right down the street. I have salami and cheese in my house. I can I can do without it, but uh, yeah. So that's my uh. So these cats are, and like I said, that. So back to the point. I'm all over the place here, but the idea of these giant cheeseburgers, there's maybe one out of every 50. I'll be like, oh, that recipe kind of makes sense. Like, maybe it's in the back of my head. Maybe I'll make that pasta dish sometime. Ooh, do not make it wrong. But otherwise, like, who, nobody, because unless you've been to prison, like, my the guy I worked with, like, why would you want that stuff? You don't, like, acquire it, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I didn't acquire a taste until I was much older. <laughs> like, you don't acquire a taste for that, like. You know what I'm really craving? My great grandmother's Slim Jim tuna casserole. <laughs> My great grandmother did time. <laughs> oh, just beautiful stuff. But these, yeah, these kids are on video. I'm thinking Snapchat set it up. I want to have a talk with someone at Snapchat. They're cutting it with like razor blades and stuff, which is what you would be doing in prison. But then they're reaching through like the little hole in their cell and they got a microwave right outside. It's like, well, who set that up? That wasn't there five minutes ago. You know what I'm saying? Unless these prisons are like getting money and they're down, and it's like, let's make a choreographed <laughs> video of someone cooking this shit, making that shit. So the thing they showed was uh, prison nachos, which made me laugh because I told you the recipe that I watched my guy, my buddy, eat multiple times, right? So their their prison nachos were <laughs> very similar. It was like they just poured like multiple types of like chips, not like nachos. It was like potato chips, Doritos, and, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a barbecue chip or something. They poured those in, like, a plate. And then it was some sort of, like, queso cheese sauce type thing they had. I don't know where the fuck they got that. And then it was, like, jalapenos, pickles, Slim Jim, and, like, Vienna sausage. That was what they cut up. It's literally, like, the same thing as this guy, except he had noodles and mayo and tuna added to it, which maybe they just didn't have that for the nachos that day. I'm sure they would have added it all to it. But is that ever? Is those the only recipes? Everything just <laughs> slim jims and cheese and fucking <laughs> pickles, lots of pickles. Snapchat, get at me. I can let me start doing that. I'm a good chef. You know what I mean if you're gonna do prison food where people are making fake stuff like that, you might as well. 
I'm the king of just being stoned and like making leftovers, whatever's in the fridge. You know what I mean? This ooh, there's some left. Like I said, my mother had that basic rotation of shit. Oh, it's left over, and I'm stoned the next day. How about we uh, add a little bit of whatever type of cheese in the counter to it, a little seasonings on top of it. You know what I mean? Maybe mix it all in a bowl. The chicken, whatever else is all in there, mix it all with one. Microwave that bitch. I'm the king of that. Like I, that's what you need to put me on for Snapchat. The leftover king. It'll just be me. <laughs> you just give me a fridge that someone's mother cooked the night before. Give me a seasoning cabinet and a microwave. And I mean, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> watch, watch magic happen. Watch what I was putting this earth to do, baby. I was putting this earth to eat pussy and fucking make leftovers. Fucking, you don't become a big fat. 14-year-old boy, all right, without lots of Doritos and uh, leftovers, you know what I mean? That two, three-hour window when I'd get home from school and my mother wasn't home yet, my sister wasn't home yet, and there was leftovers in the fridge. Oh, my Lord. I was out of control as a youth. And now now I'm the king Snapchat. I think this is actually a decent idea. I'm just spitballing here, but I think we're on to something. Uh, Snapchat, anyone who got a connection to Snapchat, have them call me out, 1-800-P-U-Z-Z-Y. The leftover king. Let's just do it. Give me a fucking fridge. Let me go to work. You know what I mean? I'm I'll, I'm charismatic. I'll do whatever we want. You know what I mean? Shirtless, be like a fat laughing stock. You know what I mean? You want me to get shredded for it? Give me like six months. I'll get shredded for it. I'll be the hunk that's just really cool at cooking leftovers and stone. <laughs> I think we're on to something. I got the personality for it. I'm just getting... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm not on to something. Uh <laughs> We're having fun here, folks. I'm enjoying this. Couple, uh, couple notes here I got written down. One, just a general note. I don't know how they've gotten away with it this far. In today's climate, where everything's hypersensitive, I have a young daughter. I'm watching uh, Disney Junior all the time. Pretty much every sort of hippo character, any sort of like big hippopotamus, cow type character, like big, maybe a little chubby type characters. They're pretty much always the, uh, I've noticed, the sassy black woman voice. <laughs> I don't know how Disney Junior keeps getting away with it, but they're pretty much all like, oh my God, I'm going to help you, child. <laughs> like They all have that. Like Doc McStuffins got a hippo. I was watching Mickey Mouse Funhouse yesterday, and it was like, I don't know what you'd call it in a children's cartoon, but it was like <laughs> like an extra, like a, a character that had two lines that isn't a regular character. It was like these two construction workers, and one was like a guy, and then like, the big hippo was fucking big purple hippo had like the same like the fucking voice like that hippo nurse and dog was like child i can't believe you telling me that mickey like it's like it's almost like a brian fellows-esque voice like a woman version like you guys know what i'm talking about i feel like the word child is the best way to do that impression to make people know what you're talking about you know that like old black woman voice but disney plus does it for every sort of big hippopotamus animal character i don't know how this is this is woke kyle coming at you guys you know i mean we need to wake up as a country rally around these disney voices you know i mean there's enough talk about they didn't use like well you should have used like a trans native american voice to play that trans native american cartoon for six-year-olds there's a lot of talk about that you know i mean like you should have had like a i don't know like a retarded act to play a retard or stuff like that that's the big arguments i'm thinking uh we need to stop. We need to come rally around this. Too many <laughs> black woman voices for hippopotamuses in the Disney Junior universe. Oh, is this my life now, folks? Critiquing Disney Junior, trying to be funny. <laughs> I just start a podcast about that, like parenting podcasts. 
you know what I mean, expert. You guys listen to me talk a lot. I'm very trustworthy. You should listen to me about how to raise your kid. You guys know what I'm saying. I've been watching a lot of, not ashamed to say it, I've watched all three seasons, obviously, initially, just with the wife, but it is a very dumb show. It's like four episodes, six episodes, so you can fly through it. That show Love is Blind, and Netflix, just a dumb reality show, but very easy to laugh at and make fun of. I've watched every season, and uh, I won't dwell on it too much for anyone who doesn't watch it, but this season, just one thing that I've been laughing at in my head for like a week, because I'm an idiot, is uh, one of the characters was this Nigerian kid who, like, I think he grew up in America. He spoke English fine and everything, and he was... <laughs> genuinely, I'm not like backtracking or anything. He was genuinely like the nicest, normalest semen person on the entire show. Like I think he's probably a pretty good person, but he had like a little bit of an accent. But he was like <laughs> from here enough where he would try to use like American slang, and something about it just made me laugh every time. Like he was like, "That's kind of like bro code." Like I had a, I feel like I'm doing a pizza guy voice for an African hit, but it was like. He called like he's like ah uh, my girlfriend is a baddie so like I'm used to people looking at her like that's okay <laughs> like calling her a baddie and stuff <laughs> I don't know the idea of my ignorant brain really enjoys the idea of like <laughs> people with accents using American slang I guess that's where I'm going with this it's the same idea as anyone who's worked in the kitchen you only learn like you learn how to say like pussy and like fag in Spanish and that's it you know what I mean those are, like the five words you learn like when I the couple words I learned in, like, Portuguese when I used to work at the pizza place when I was, like, 19 was, like, like, Marika was one of them because my sister would come in. She was, like, 16 years old, and they would say, hey, Marika, like, something like that. It was, like, in-law, like, brother-in-law is what they would call me. We, oh, my God. Shit like that. Like, Malacca in Greek. I had one Greek friend. That's, like, the one Greek word I know, Malacca, because it's, like, the biggest insult. And I remember, like, we would literally... Like twelve year old punks going to like a Greek pizza place and like look the guy like grown man working there in the face and be like, Hey, what's up, Malacca? And we didn't even know what it meant and it's like it's like an insult, like <laughs> in their language. <laughs> so I guess it's kind of the same, right? He's learning the words, just they probably laugh at us only being able to say like, Hey, chupa me pinga like every fucking idiot American can say shit like that to like a Spanish chef, but you don't know how to say anything else. That's fun stuff, right? Suck on my balls, tell them shit like that, call them gay, Mary Cone, stuff like that. <laughs> That's all we could say. So I guess it's the same thing, but my girlfriend is a baddie, like in an African voice, just been saying it in my head all week, folks. Have fun with that one. That one, that one's on the house. You guys can do that all week. <laughs> How about uh, my man <laughs> getting into sports real quick, do some sports. Jeff Saturday got hired by the Indianapolis Colts. The guy's never, ever coached anything he was like a high school coach i mean he played in the nfl for like 15 years i think so good for him but i just like uh he's getting like not i don't know if defense is the right word i think he was being kind of realistic in his press conference he was like i might suck at this we'll see but he's dropping like bros in there like maybe like he wasn't even like an assistant coach he was like working for espn and they like fired their coach and hired him like within a day and like he's literally dropping bros in his press conference. He's like, bro, I can lead men, bro. I know that. I played in this league 15 years, bro. <laughs> it's like, this dude's either going to be the best or the absolute worst because he's dropping bros in his press conference. He's like, I've been in these locker rooms, bro. I hope it's a train wreck. Fuck the Colts. Cry babies. Hating on the Pats. But I don't know what to make. Like, it, it's insane. They just hired this cat. Like, they were all like, dude, we fired him. Ursa is fucking losing his damn mind. <laughs> That was my quick sports take. I don't know. Let's see what happens. The Patriots still might stink, but they keep squeaking by wins. 
if the offense figures it out halfway down the rest of the season, they can be pretty decent. But who knows what to make. That's sports for the day, folks. That's sports with Kyle. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> not a lot going on, you know what I mean? Early in the hockey and basketball season, it's not as invested as I normally would be, you know. Just fucking around with football, baby. Uh, and just real quick, lastly, uh, I watched this documentary on, I think it's on Hulu. It's about, and I vaguely remember the story because I was a desk, I had a desk job back then. Like, you couldn't escape the MSN homepage. You know what I mean? You were, like, at their mercy. Even, like, stories you genuinely didn't care about, you would still see 15 headlines a day, so you kind of, like, inevitably knew what was going on in that story, <laughs> like, even if you never clicked on it. And uh, I remember the dude... So there's a documentary, I think it's called God Forbid. It's like one of these church guys, he was like this big rich southern church guy. His wife was like fucking a pool boy and he was filming and beating off pretty much like a creep. (laughs) And uh, I do kind of remember the story because it was big. He's like a rich, like one of those, I think his father was like one of the TV church guys. They show a clip of his father literally just being like on the news after 9-11 being like all you homosexuals and lesbians and feminists, you're all like responsible for what happened here. Like, (laughs) <laughs> regardless of how you feel about 9-11 I don't think the homosexuals and lesbians did it regardless of how you feel about homosexuals and lesbians I guess I think we could all agree I don't think they did 9-11 <laughs> but I like that so he's like a big true his family's like so pretty much just decades of being like southern grifters who like were real powerful and they like invented this fake college in like the 70s for like nothing but like Christian kids and it became like this massive money making school whatever and uh, pretty much the controversy was the guy was whacking off watching his wife get fucked. But the whole documentary, there's just so many funny parts. There's this one like reporter who wrote a book about the whole scandal a couple of years ago, and the, he's like this old white guy, and he's like obsessed with this thing. He calls like the kid, like the young kid who was like fucking the wife. He calls him like a Cuban stallion at the beginning. He's like, his wife didn't like it unless this kid was balls deep. Like he's just real sexual. I think he has a crush on the Cuban stallion. But, uh, and they just say hilarious shit. Like, it started off with just, like, the guy standing in the corner whacking off, <laughs> and they could only eat each other. He could only eat his wife out at first, and then eventually they were fucking. And then he said eventually, like, the gradual step was he would fuck the guy's wife, and he'd come, and then the guy would come in and fuck his wife right after, <laughs> which I'm sure she loved, because she was obviously very sexually attracted to her husband. But then they're showing clips of this guy, and the whole thing, like, which not surprisingly, like, this big, fake, like, religious university is obviously going to be weird. But then they're showing, like, clips, and it's, like, graduation. They're at, like, a football field, and there's, like, thousands, tens of twenties of thousands of people there. Like, all graduates, families. Like, it's a whole football field full of fucking people. And he has, like, his wife stand up. I guess they call it, like, the Liberty Flames. It's Liberty University. And she's wearing, like, a fucking Guy Fieri skirt. Like, it's just covered. And he's like, I had her wear the Liberty Flame shirt. He's like, it's pretty fitting. And he's like, she's the hottest first lady at any university in the country. And they're, like, cheering in the crowd because they're all, like, religious people that just, like, are going to listen to anything this guy says. They're like, woo, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> like, it's just everything about this guy was so funny and creepy. He said he, like, met her when he was 18 and she was 13, his wife. And now he whacks off to her fucking, fucking the pool boy. I don't know. The whole thing is just very funny. It's worth watching. It's kind of an interesting story because they just like these powerful, creepy people, but just hilarious. The South is just a strange world, man. These religious people fucking buy anything. I don't know how these guys on TV make billions all the time, but everything about this guy is just hilarious. He like gives her like a 
like intense kiss in one of the scenes in front of like thousands of people at the football field. Trump's there randomly, like <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> Trump's giving speeches that show like the whole student body was back in Trump, which is just I don't even get how like what it's like this guy bad. It's like is that a, I don't know if the school just backed him. Didn't all the young white people not like him? All these fucking I don't know. Funny stuff. You should watch it. The pool boy is beating it up. The reporter wants to fuck the pool boy. Everyone's fucking going nuts. And they like I don't know. They bought this kid like a four point five million dollar like business. They just like let him have like twenty five percent of it. Like I don't know. Very strange. But not a bad gig for that guy. Give me four million to fuck your wife. I guess all right. But eventually you have to think the end game if they could get him was going to be, like, the closer and closer he got to being, like, no, I'm just coming in for round two. It's, like, eventually his wiener was going to be pretty close to you, but before you finish with his wife, that's what I'd imagine. Had to be of concern to this Cuban stallion. <laughs> I don't know. God forbid, on Hulu, go out and watch it. Everybody wants to fuck this kid, you know what I'm saying? Just like me, much like Kyle McNally, everybody wanted to fuck this kid. Uh, Folks, I think that's it. I think we had some fun. I had some fun. I rambled all over the fucking place. Recording this at like fucking 7 a.m. Been up since like 6 with the baby. Hero. My wife actually was doing everything with her, but... I appreciate you listening. Nice little Saturday morning rambling. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what's happening with Brandon next week. Maybe we'll get him back. Maybe I'll just start rambling bright and early on Saturday. When my brain's... <laughs> when I got nothing to talk about, my brain's not mush and I'm not tired yet. You know what I mean? We'll just fuck around. See what happens, folks, but... Thank you for listening. We love you all very much. Sorry we missed you the last week. Happy Veterans Day. Delayed Veterans Day. Hoorah. Salute the troops and all that stuff. Support the troops. MFs. Bye-bye. Mwah-mwah.